Jamie. Hey, Iris. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? I'm awesome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, and hello, everyone. Welcome back to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. We have not talked to you all in so long. Yes. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to 2022. I hope know. it's everything you expected it to be and more. Well, you won't know yet, but we hope it is going to be everything you expected it to be and more. Well, no, maybe better well, so than you far, expected. So far, because I just think it's interesting, like, coming into this year saying Happy New Year. It kind of feels a little bizarre to say. Although uh, I hope it's happy for everyone, but do you, I don't know. I don't know if you feel that, too. Um, I, but... so I was just talking to my friend, who's mm-hmm. Bree, who's been on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Her, and our she would love Bree. to come back. Yeah, our friend mm-hmm. Bree. Love to um, have her. She's she's really excited. But we were talking not about the podcast, but we did okay. talk about it. Okay. But anyway. So we were talking about how actually 2021 was mm-hmm. actually pretty good. I know that's like maybe an unpopular opinion, but it was no, terrible. actually 2021 <laughs> was great for me too. I think it's more like coming into 2022. It's just been like a rough start. 2021 was a rough start too, if you yeah, remember. It really was, but then so, it ended up being pretty Hopefully good. it'll be better basically. So I, I like so. that outlook. I like that. That's good. Yeah. And I really hope that everybody feels that way. Like we were just talking about, so like Brie was on the podcast and she'll, mm-hmm. like, she'll tell us more. We'll, she'll give a full update. Okay. But like when she was on the podcast, like, she was, I think she's been on twice. The first time she was talking about polyamory and she was single and she didn't know if she wanted to date. And then um, the second time she was on, we were talking about her estrangement with her dad. And like literally last mm-hmm. year, her like dad got back in touch with her. They are close now. No he kidding. Li- yeah. Like he lives really close. Like, he used to live in Florida. Mm-hmm. That's okay. He used to live in Florida. He's like relocated to Michigan. So she sees him oh. often. And she's like dating somebody who's like really great and has her like ah. So it's just like, honestly, like not that dating someone or whatever, it's just like everyone I feel like I was thinking back on who was on the podcast and I feel like almost every person who we talked to is in such a different space than they were last year and mm-hmm. all, all for the better. So I really hope That's lots great. of people are feeling I certainly that. feel that way. Yeah. I mean, me you too. feel that way too? Good. Definitely. I mean, like I mentioned, I was texting Jamie earlier today, y'all, and I was like, I think we should have more guests this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so so for everybody to know, we're going to move to an every other week format the way we were when we first started, because um, I feel like we're going to have more to talk about unless there's an emergency, and then we might record in advance. But um, <laughs> I think like, emergency. yeah, podcast emergency, you never know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like oh, every it other week, for sure. it, it could happen, you never know. Um, but like, I feel like every other week is great. Um, because last year I was like, we were recording for so long. We had so many episodes and I felt like, I was like, okay, well, I don't really have any updates because I literally just talked to you. Yeah. So I, I think, think we ended up doing more questions, which was good yeah, too. Yeah, which was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think this will be really great too. Cause like, we'll talk, like we'll talk, but like, we'll talk to our, our virtual friends a little bit less. So I think we'll have really good updates for y'all moving to that format. Um, and then I'd love to introduce, like, I just always like think it brings a new energy when you have a guest because. Sure. I think that we get along so well with people that we know and like meeting new people. So we'll try to do a little bit more of that this year. Things, other things that I'd like to do more of on the podcast. I'd love to talk about more TV shows. I think we like, okay, yeah, did that a lot I'm in the down first for season, that. and then we kind of got mm-hmm. away from it, so we can come back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else? And I love our questions this year. We really want to focus on self care. Um, so yes, that'll be. I think really it's cool. a, definitely the year of self care. Everybody is. Very I think burnt so out. too. Yeah, I am definitely burned out. Like that yeah. is 
for sure. I can't imagine Iris. I mean, you don't work a lot. (laughs) If I think about Iris, I'm just like, gosh, she's just not working. She's never interviewing or looking for new jobs or doing two jobs at one time. So I can't imagine what you would be burnt out from. I'm not even doing two jobs right now. Like I, I'm so burned out. Okay, but are you doing do the work one. of more than one job at your one job? Though? That Let's is so honest. true. Yeah. Okay. I actually See? told my coworker. I told. I won't mention. Well, she doesn't care. She might actually come on the podcast. Like not about Excellent. work. She has a really interesting and scary ass story about how like she oh. had she had a stalker before. And I know. Oh, I've had to, stalkers. I've I feel had, like that like, would be two, like three stalkers. Such a good episode. Like, um, yeah, we talked about stalkers talking with Heidi, exactly, but with I Heidi. don't know yeah, how much like, we got into it. I know we always end up talking about other stuff, but like, this was like, she was telling me about it and she was like, I was like, wait, what the hell is happening here? Yeah. This is more common than we realize. I think I've, so. I've had a couple client situations where I had to really use that term and they were like, no, but yes. that's really what it was. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not a serious stalking situation. Um, however, it's good to take seriously because sometimes they can turn into that. Absolutely. If we're not careful. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'd love to invite her on. But okay. she, anyway, we were talking about um, today about work. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how she was asking. There was somebody who asked me to do something that I was just like, I'm not doing. I think that's ridiculous. And I, I basically oh, just told love person, boundaries. I was like, yeah, I, this job forces you to have them. I was like, I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. I was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, somebody else. I was like, I don't know who's going to do it. But like, uh, it's like, not going to be me. No. Um, which honestly is different because usually I would be like, I would be annoyed, but I would do it. Or like, mm-hmm. I didn't be, at the, if I don't want to do it, I would try to figure out who should do it. Or I would try to figure out like what was wrong. And in this case, I was like, actually, it's just like not my job and I'm just not going to do it. And I don't know what they're going to do, but I, I just know I'm not going to do it. And I was just like, that's nice. it. I was like, I don't want to know. She was like, well, do you want me to see if I can show you how to fix it? And I was like, no, because it's not my job. If he wants to know how to fix it, he should call you. I was like, I'm not going to try to fix it for him. Love um, it. So, yeah, that's like, I, I can't. Like, this job is the one, like, I always try to find a silver lining. And there's lots of them here at this mm-hmm. job. It's not terrible. But, mm-hmm. like, the definite bold print silver lining is, like, extreme boundaries where I'm like, no, that, that doesn't seem like that's my job. I'm not going to do that, which is very new. I usually good, will do good, everybody's good, good. job. I'm um, glad. So what's new with you? Um, well, so you were talking about, well, is there anything else new with you than what you just mentioned? So like you were just talking boundaries. about work. Yep. I've got the same job that I had at the last, like the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Still boundaries, self-care. Establishing boundaries. Um, definitely doing better with self-care. Oh, I've really gotten into baths. I love oh, them. I try to so take great. one bath a week. Um, oh, and it's just so great. I need great. to do that. Yeah, I just like say like today's the bath day, and I do a bomb. Yeah. I do oil in there, and I, I was going to say, yeah. how are you keeping yourself like non dry considering how cold mm-hmm. it is out there? So I do, do use oil. Neutro- yep, I use Neutrogena rain bath in mm-hmm. there, and then I also do like hydrating bombs that I got from this organic place at Old Orchard Mall. Um, funny enough, I actually got that as a Christmas gift for somebody else, um, like a oh, family. So and they, this is in the shower you're using? Because I do use lotion that's oh, like a no, hydrating lotion that I can I'm use taking, in the shower and I love it. No, no. I'm talking oh. about like a full-on bath, Jamie. Like I am running water in a bathtub and I oh, am no, taking I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So I'm like, saying, can you use it in like when you're in the water is my point. Use a bomb when you're in water or you have to wait till you're done. No, so like if I'm t- so I you can use it both ways. I'll send you okay. it. It's like super popular. Yeah, like if it's something I have to do once I'm dried, I'm not going to do it. 
no so, so like, that's why i use it. this lotion that's like uh, you can yes, apply it to wet skin and it makes such a difference so you can use the neutrogena rain bath in the shower or okay. you can use it in the bath um or you can use okay. it when you get out you can do either one i will send it to you okay it's very popular you can find it at walgreens um, okay awesome but yes i take a bath i like have to take a bath like once a week and then i just listen to a I podcast the one i use this curel hydra skin or something that also like sounds it. amazing yeah um so taking a bath for self-care is important having boundaries nice. um i am going out of town for my anniversary next <gasps> month where are you uh, going we're, we're just going to like the up in michigan and gonna rent oh, a cabin yeah and usually I wouldn't take time off work like usually I would just because we're remote right now usually I would just be no, like oh no no this I just requested care you yeah. are actually take I took time off for the first time and I don't know how long an actual whole week that was just for me and it was beautiful and I was like I need another week yeah. <laughs> but it but it was really nice it was very I, indulgent so yeah I, I, I did like that. that I love mm-hmm. that taking the time off work and I have yeah, not that's a goal re- of mine too to take more Please time do. off work and to work less yes um and I haven't been um yeah I mean that's really what I've been doing in regards to self-care and Great. so I think it's been really good and and also just um I feel like a, a thing about self-care that I don't think that a lot of people think about but like I consider it self-care mm-hmm. is like when I was talking to, to Brie yesterday we were talking about how you know, I, one of the, and we've talked about this on the podcast too, and I've mentioned Mm -hmm. this before, and I just have to like continue to like restate. I have always wanted to have a solid, good group of friends. And I really, really feel like I do. And so I feel like I'm acknowledging that place of comfort. I have not been on Bumble. Like I'm an addict. Okay. Listen, I have a (laughs) But I have a French, I have an addiction you know, to making so new funny. friends. I was thinking about going on that, maybe. You should. Hilarious because I also think, though, that what you're, but the reason what stopped me is like, what's wrong with what I have now? You know? I, um, I hear you because that's how I use, I not like, first of all, if you've, like, I'm a huge proponent of like, you, you might have somebody where you're like, you know, I would love to meet somebody who I can do this with. I think you should do that. But like, for me, I'm just yeah. like, I don't even see, like, again, I say this all the time and I'm making more effort to see people more, um, and making it more meaningful when I do see people, but I'm just like being really grateful for the fact that like, I do like have really good friends. I like everyone and like everyone, like, so I think I talked about this a little bit last year on the podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. but like, I have two friends who were like not getting along and then there was like, I can go into more detail about this in another. We'll we'll have a focused episode. Yeah, because I'm also like now I'm uh, now I'm like who is this? Oh, I, yeah, I have I'll ideas in my head line. of who it is. I'm sure I know. But yeah, you, I you do know. I'll tell okay. you offline, but like I'll talk more about it in like uh, hypothetical. Maybe as you say more, I'll I'll figure out. Who yeah, it is, but but I'll yeah. talk more in detail because I think it's really great because it's also something yeah. else that I've like really feel like I figured out over the year. Um, Mm -hmm. So I have these two friends who like kind of were not necessarily getting along and like I had lunch with one of them last year. I don't know if I, it might've been after we had stopped recording for the season and I like was like, yeah, like I I brought it up in this way of being like, so like, are you good? Like, I know we usually hang out together, but are you good? Like to like, I'm just going to like, I know who this is. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going (laughs) to stop. I was like, I'm not going to do so much group hangout. 
Like, mm-hmm. I just like, let's spend more time one-on-one and, but like, I'm not going to not include you in stuff for groups. Cause I think that's shitty too, but like, don't feel like, it doesn't have to be like, we are the three musketeers. Like mm-hmm. we are, we are good friends, me and you, I am good friends with that person. And like, we do not all need to be together. Cause it's like obvious that like, you are not getting, like, you are not feeling the vibe. And so the person was like, yeah, I'm not feeling the vibe. I don't feel like we're connected. And I was like, cool, cool, cool no worries and like usually like that would really bother me not like I would be mad but I'd be like oh like I feel torn like I want everybody to get along like what can I do and I was just like cool I was like cool we're not I was like we're all we're all okay like we're grown-ups and I just like invited them to stuff together when it was like a a group thing that like everybody like I wanted them to come to and then Mm -hmm. I just took time to be like I'm gonna just hang out with this person I'm gonna just hang out with this person and I'm not gonna invite you and what happened okay so like first of all that in itself is great the level of acceptance of being like everyone does not have to fucking be friends is like hard for me because I yeah. feel like a tour, like a tour guide of life right. I feel like everyone like, has well, to and I think something we talked about too is like things ebb and flow with people and that's okay okay right okay so that brings me to yeah. my next point so mm-hmm. then I was hanging out with one of them uh, this weekend and mm-hmm. like I was just talking about something and I was just like yeah blah 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 about this other friend mm-hmm. and this friend was like yeah you know I didn't really do we were actually talking about this friend's birthday and okay. she's like yeah I didn't really do anything for that friend's birthday she's like I was really I was, and, and like she looked at me and I was like oh I was like yeah but like it's fine I was like you you guys weren't really getting along at that point and she's like yeah I know but like she did a lot for me and now I feel bad like I, I'm gonna like invite her to do something really uh, belated for her birthday or like you know maybe I should do something else for her because like you know I really feel bad that I did that and like I was like, well, yeah, like if you want to, but it was like really great that like that person, like I didn't even bring it up. I was like, they came to that conclusion on their own. Like she like feels better about the situation. I think the other friend feels better about the situation and it had nothing to do Good. with me. It had nothing uh, to do with you me. You kept out of it. I kept out of it, which you, is girl. So, so hard for me because I just want to yeah. fix it. But I was like, yeah, like don't, I was like, if you don't want to be friends, don't be friends. But like, I'm still going to be friends with both of you and it is going to be fucking fine um which is tough like it's tough because like I think a part of the reason like one of the things we always talk about in this podcast is the two errands which I don't feel bad about talking about like they Mm -hmm. both know that was one of my guesses but then I'm like well you're not necessarily talking to both of them so exactly and like but but I think I know who it is yeah but it's because unless unless it's me because I was like maybe it's me but if it is that's fine okay no 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 no. (laughs) like you would you would know no it's not I know um, based on what you were saying, I figured it wasn't, but I, there was one that I was thinking maybe, <laughs> but it was kind of a stretch. So I was like, no. I don't think so, but that's but, okay. If that was the case, I don't mm-hmm. mind. Not you at all. But okay. you know, like in that situation, I didn't talk to Aaron one for years. And then like Aaron, and I did sort of talk to Aaron two, and then mm-hmm. Aaron one and I and then really, it switched and then it switched. And like, but to know, I really haven't to no fault of my own, but I'm realizing that there's nothing that I can do to make the other Aaron feel comfortable with us being friends because I'm friends with Aaron one. That's like her own shit. Um, and I can't really do anything about it. Like I'm always here. I mean, I think I have my own things with that person that are not related to this other to, to Aaron, but like, mm-hmm. I like, it was great to be able to see those two friends, like come around and enjoy each other with nothing to do with me. And like me not having to force mm-hmm. us together, me not trying to facilitate a conversation. And yeah, like basically me not feeling... you're learning how not to be the cruise director and exactly. how that feels. Because I know you've struggled with that. And so much. although I think some of it is your own discomfort and mm-hmm. like just naturally going into that role. So you're learning how to deal with that and then being able to, that sounds a little therapy of me to say. No, no, but... that's okay though. It's so true. And mm-hmm. then also just feeling like I don't, 
have to choose like I am like especially in a situation like this right like neither one of them did anything truly terrible to the other Mm -hmm. and I was very clear like okay well listen if you don't like set your they set their boundaries with me that they didn't really want to hang out with each other too much and I was like cool with their boundary and I still made time to hang out with each of them individually and have honestly really strong relationships and now they're okay and I'm like great and it didn't have anything to do with me and I'm not even gonna bring it up it's just gonna like continue on in this life where like I didn't have to do shit which I love that that's my model of 2022 self-care is like I want to do less yes that but see the thing about I think self-care that is really important and I'm not going to take credit for this this is from Brene Brown who I really love um, and I know people, some people don't like her. I think it's because she's oh, my, so my popular and she kind of Renee becomes a, Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. But I think some people don't like her because she sort of becomes this buzzword a little bit. Like she's almost too popular. Oh, there's some background noise. Oh, now it's Oh, gone. no. Okay. Okay, good. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, she talks about how we do self-care actually not for ourselves, but in order to be our best selves in relationships. So we well, have I to prioritize that. ourselves in order to do that. Um, so that's something I always talk to clients about. And in my, I try to remember for myself too. So, you know, that's what I'm hearing you say as you talk about these relationships. Absolutely. Like you're doing your own work in order to show up as completely as you can and as best as you can and as healthy as you can. Oh, sorry. That was the sound of a spoon. I'm actually giving my dog bone broth, but yes. Aww. She just came back from a long walk. Um, husband not with me obviously mm-hmm. I've been here talking to you anyway so those are all <laughs> my updates what are your updates okay um yeah well you know I was thinking about work but then you were talking about friends I do think I've had oh like one and maybe we should do an episode about this honestly because I know this person would never listen to my podcast so I'm sure. not like even worried about it but even if she did I mean I don't even know if I would mind but like a definite, like I had a really close friend that we've really had some serious challenges, which is really hard. Um, because like, I was like kind of quarantining, like she was my pod person, my person mm-hmm, that I sort of mm-hmm. quarantined with last winter. And now I'm not even seeing her given our given COVID and oh. stuff and just how we're handling it. So it's, it's really like, and not, I'm not trying to judge her. I think she's trying not to judge me. We're different. We're in different places. Although sure. I think both of us have maybe felt judged at different times. I don't know. I don't know that there's like, yeah, a, a good answer for any of this, but um, yeah, that was, so that kind of shook my world. I would say, um, although I think I'm dealing with it. Okay. But maybe that's some of why I'm like, maybe I need new, like, I think also the thing with boundaries is, is you suddenly like you're, you know, we talk about, which I think is not necessarily healthy, this idea of a friend always being there. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I think the reality is if we're being healthy, we can't actually always be there as friends. We can't always pick up at two in the morning. Oh yeah. And so I think sometimes, so I have this judgment that I don't have the good friends because they won't pick up at two in the morning when really it's like, no, like there's a selfie. (laughs) Well, and you know what? I think that it's like one of those situations where we, and I I hope that she'll come on so we can delve into it more, but like we have a mutual friend where like ordinarily I would not answer anybody's call at 2am. I'm like, bitch, I'm asleep. 
But mm-hmm. because oh, of I know every- you're talking about. Yeah, she's been but on the be- show before, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, um, yeah. but I'm going to divulge something personal, so I don't want to like tie oh, it to yes. them directly. But yes. because of the fact, like they're they're going through a really tough situation right now. They're going through a really oh, tough yeah. breakup. Yeah, yeah. And I, if if they did call me right now at two a.m. or especially in the right. so in the height of things, can. it's just like not yes, always, right? Exactly, and especially if you know like this person is in need. Like there's sometimes when you know that your friend needs you and you show up differently, then it's like, oh, yes. is this a butt dial? you know yeah (laughs) no I think that's a good point and it's so true um so I I think that happens and I've been thinking about friends um I think work is work I've definitely been burnt out I'm trying to scale back it's really challenging because I think that my emotional needs are different than my financial needs especially since I have a house um which I'm still really enjoying that um and it comes with stressors, I think. Yeah, uh, yes, I've it been does. really shifting, um, which I think I've been doing well at shifting. But yeah, definitely, I think it's kind of like a shock. Like you try to prepare yourself, and I don't know that you can fully prepare yourself for the amount of responsibility. Um, but I tried my best, and I think I've I've been able to shift more. Oh yeah. Um, and honestly, a oh, house is uh-huh. like a never. If you ever. We're like, wow, I really want to have something to always worry about. And you were thinking, <laughs> do you want to get a dog? Do you want to get a child? Like, do you want to have yeah, a child? You could, you could or do you want to buy a it. house? Or you could, you could yeah. do all of it. Or you right. could seriously just get a fucking house. Like, I will truly say, there is. All, I can tell you about, like, that could be a whole nother episode. I have a lot of shit wrong in my house right now. And, like, even yeah, like, Although, there's a lot of stressors with other, like, I've heard... Other people talk about horror stories with their condo associations. Oh and my I'm god! Like, yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm so glad I don't have a condo. You know. So yes. I just exactly. want to phrase it and like I just want to ma- um, put it in that context too. There's like, always I think something. But just like, living situations are yes. stressful. But I will yeah. tell you, the ha- I mean, I am grateful. I would not trade in my house for the world. I think it's kind of like those people who are like, I love my kids, and then they complain about them. That's kind of yeah, how I feel true. about my house. Like oh, I love my true. house. But there's a, there's like always, there's a hole in my ceiling, in my basement bathroom oh, right now. Oh, no, you're kidding. No, because of a leak that we can't figure out where it's coming from. We've had like oh, five gosh. contractors come out and we're no. just like, yeah, we're just like, we don't know. We, so we just leave it open. We let the whole, the leak, <laughs> we, the leak drips into a, a, a bucket and we're okay. just going to keep, and we're just going to have to, we're probably going to have to get all the tile in our bathroom in place, get our toilet ripped out. It, it, and it's been honestly I'm funny so story. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. Like, that's the thing is like Mike and I have both just been like, we'll just figure it out. Like, it, that's all you can do. And you like, will. Yeah. We'll, we'll because you have with the other stuff. So yeah, it, exactly. It, yeah. That's what's going to happen. So it'll be totally. Fine. But yeah, yeah. It, it's always like, it's always an adventure. <laughs> There's yeah. always something. Yeah. Um. So yeah. And like, I think the other thing with work that's challenging is just like, I don't know why it doesn't feel sustainable to me, but it doesn't. And I think there's a lot of things about my profession for why that is. I also Mm -hmm. think there's just more uncertainty in the world and our world seems to be shifting in that direction, which I think is part of what was challenging about 2021, even though it was a good year for me overall. It's just like, I mean, it's real. I I feel like it's getting harder to watch, to pay attention to current events. Oh my God. Um, So overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. So I and and to me that says like uncer- we're having more uncertainty in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just hear like in my personal life and clients too talking more about just like anxiety and stuff, which I think is really based on that. Um, so 
I don't, I think some of that could be why it feels more unsustainable as well, like more generally, but I think there's some things also about it. So I'm just like trying to be curious about that and explore that. Awesome. Um, and then <laughs> there's something else. Oh, wait, I was going to tell you this sure. really quickly oh, too sure. about anxiety. Yeah. Did we okay. talk on the podcast yet about my new, my new prescription to Zoloft? Oh, no, oh my I God. didn't know you were on Zoloft. Oh, my God, yes. Like, when you brought up anxiety, I'm, it's not a secret. Yeah. I'm so open about it. I might have okay. just, like... well, I, I hope so, since you just mentioned it. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm so open about it. Like, I... Okay, that's exactly, very cool. Yeah, exactly like you were saying. Mm-hmm. It is just, honestly... I, maybe that's why I feel like I feel like it's such a great mood. I'm just like, yeah, I feel fine because <laughs> I don't have, like, the overwhelming amount of anxiety that I used to have all the mm-hmm. time. Um, mm-hmm. I was like waking up in the middle of the night. Mike was like, he, he's the one who was like, you have to talk to your doctor. I was mm-hmm. waking up in the middle of the night. Like mm-hmm. I would be sleeping and then I would just wake up all of a sudden and be like, <gasps> like I, I was like, oh, uh, startle response. Yes. I was like startling. And I don't know why I was just like, oh, it was ever since I started my new job. It is very fucking yeah. stressful. I have to report. Yeah. That it, it uh, is stressful. I'm taking it in stride, but it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. but like, I am definitely in agreement with you about the anxiety. Having definitely felt like I had a great year, but definitely also picked up a, Z- a Zoloft. <laughs> well, you know? it sounds like it's working for you. So that's it great. is. Yeah. Okay. That was all. I was just like, oh yeah, speaking okay. of anxiety, I'm on Zoloft now, everyone. And it is great. I just have nothing but great things to say about like handling my lifelong anxiety situation. Nice. I'm glad. Um, so yeah, so I was going to say there's, there is like one other thing that's new and you know about it offline. And I am still in this moment as I'm saying this, like wondering how much I want to share on this podcast. Um, because I, I think I'm kind of protective. And so maybe I'll start off by sharing a little bit and then I'll see how I feel. And then maybe I'll share more yeah. in this episode or maybe nothing. But yeah, but basically, um, I'll start off by saying, um, you know, my status in terms of relation, in terms of intimate relationships has changed. Um, and it's been very exciting and good so far and new and just fun. I love that. So, yeah. So I'm just, I think enjoying that. I think things feel different than any, any other time I've been in a relationship, any other time I've dated. Um, and in, in, in a very, very good way. So Mm -hmm. I think some of that, I I think that is been real, it's been really healing and it's also really scary (laughs) and it's an adjustment. Well, yeah, honestly, I'm sure that everybody who listens to this, all 12 people, would be very <laughs> excited to hear more details if and when you ever feel ready to share them. But I feel like, thank you for that update. That was well, good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of it is, I think, because it's going like things are moving quickly because I think it is for both of us, maybe feeling very different from any relationship we've ever had. Like, I think both of us are just surprised at what we're offering the other um, in like this amazing way. And, the, and it's so funny because like, I'll say to him, you know, like, wow, I've never had this before. And he's just like, really? But then he says the same thing to me too. And, and I think it just is like, no, but this is just what you do to a partner. It just, I I don't know. Um, it's just like stuff that like, is just healthy to do and, and good to do. And so I think for each of us, we're happy to do it for the other, but we're not used to receiving it. We're used to giving it, but not receiving it. 
Well, I mean, personally, that sounds awesome. Really excited for you. And thank you. you know, whenever, yeah. if what, tell us more later. Yeah, um, I mean, I think maybe it'll be reveal itself like a relationship does, you know, as time goes on, I'll share more and grow perfect. more into it. But I think I because it's newer, and it's so different, um, that that's part of why I'm protective. And I think also, like, it's, 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 I'm so used to being having the single status. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've worked so hard at being okay with that status. So it's a little bit different to shift. Totally. For me. It's so funny. I think that um, Anaja mentioned this a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago that she's so yeah. used to not being, it's not about single, but I felt like it kind of aligns. She uh-huh. was on a little like last year too about getting her weight loss surgery. And she's like, mm. I'm so used to being like the fat girl and yeah. like, identifying yeah. with that. And like mm-hmm. now as that shift, she's like, it's really hard to be like, you still don't know really what to do with that. Um, mm-hmm. like if you're, it's different, especially because like, like you mentioned, like you, she's been so strong about that. And so like, just proud about it, not non-apologetic and like, she still is, but like, you know, and for you too, I think you're still a real advocate for singlehood. Is that what right. Um, but like, right. even though like, that's not necessarily where you are today, but like, still, it's still right. something and, that and you feel I strongly think, about. And I'll think, and I think also I'm just really gun shy because I've had so many situations not work out. It's really scary to say, Hey, I'm in a relationship. And then so many times in the past having to go back and be like, Mm -hmm. Oh no, actually like that didn't work out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Like there was someone I dated last year and I don't even know if I ever talked about it on the podcast. Um, Not last year, not in 2021, but in 2020. And we were dating for two months and then he literally ghosted me. Who does that? And it brought up so much shame for me. It was so challenging. And so I think, you know, as uh, speaking for people, I think who have been through this, you, it's just a shitty situation Mm -hmm. to have to go to talk about your dating life and have it not work. Yeah, totally. Or present it in a way like who even knows what, what it means to, for dating to work. Right. That's like, I think also part of the problem that (laughs) we have a defined way of it being successful or not. But like, you know, I was telling someone the other day, like we have this thing in culture and society that says that there's some kind of failure if you're not in a relationship, which is bullshit, but it's true. It's how, so it's really hard to talk about when Mm -hmm. it feels like, oh, here I failed again. So I think I I'm a little like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like it's still new and it's going really well. Um, and I have more confidence in this relationship. I think that I've ever had in a relationship before in my life. And I'm, I still don't know, you know, life is uncertain. And when, when does it become a long-term relationship after a year, after we're, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> after right, we whatever. move in together, like what, I, I don't know. So yeah, I think I mean, that's part I... of it think that if we've listened to this podcast long enough I still say that I'm like well you know I don't think Mike's a serial killer I mean I don't think you ever know I I, I don't think he's a serial killer but he could surprise me he might still for sure and having having been a therapist and having (laughs) clients go through that and in my personal life but I think I've come I just hear about more people's lives as a therapist Mm -hmm. and then my personal life um and they're also sharing with me private things that I don't always hear from people in my personal life. Yeah. Um, But yes, like people have many sides to them and you don't always know all the sides. I mean, 
my own therapist actually, you know, when I started talking about this relationship and how it, and how it was moving quickly, he was just like, wow, like this does sound really good. Like it sounds really healthy. I'm like, I know I'm still trying to find a problem. Don't worry. Like I'm on it. I'm, I'm trying. And he was like, yeah, but like, so what if he does end up like being a murderer though? And I was like, okay, but he's, so I said, okay, like real talk though, for a woman, like in her late thirties, like what kind of murderer? Like, are we talking like a Dexter murderer? Who, like only murders like other serial killers? For right, that, right. Are we know? talking about like, is he going to murder me or like other people? Like, let's, let's be real here. We have to be practical. Yes. Is he Ted Bundy? <laughs> is he Dexter? Is he John Wayne Gacy? Like, I am, I just need to know like, where right. Was this like that. an accident? Like, was he drinking too much? And like, then like you know hit some I mean like what kind what are we talking about here (laughs) um fair enough uh okay well thank you for sharing that I think that we will learn more as it comes TBD um anything else no I don't think so in terms of updates should we talk about what TV we're watching though we haven't talked about that yet yeah um I I've started so many things that I feel like I got ahead of myself. I'm in the middle mm-hmm. of several shows and I need to stop. Yeah, like you uh, never you never finished The White Lotus, right? No, and now there's The White Lotus <laughs> season two coming out. Yes! And I'm just like, okay, I've got to go back and finish watching White Lotus. It just gets so overwhelming. Like, okay, what have I been watching? I, I have. I think if you cut out, honestly, if you cut out, um, what do I want to say? Working. Um, Yes, no, that's actually not what I was going to say. I was going to say, if you put out reality TV. For... No, I haven't seen any reality TV. That's how bad it is. I haven't oh, wow. watched anything. There's nothing that I've been able to you watch. You know, yeah, work is the problem. Like, it's you used pro- to be able to watch more TV, right? Okay. Is, that, is that what it was? I think so. I had more time. I don't have time oh. now. I can't fit in my okay. shows in the middle of the day. Give me your boss's information. I'll, I'll settle them straight. Yeah, just be like, her. excuse me, Aaron. Okay. Aaron's pronoun is he. Aaron, I need a little bit more time um, in my day to watch television. Right now, you're asking me to work like, you know, you're cutting into my TV time. (laughs) It's it's becoming it's a little bit much. So yeah, like I haven't watched any reality. Like I there is three Real Housewives shows on right now. I am not up to date on any of them. Have not. I didn't watch the entire last season of The Bachelorette. Did not. Oh my gosh. No, did not watch any of. There's like a whole new season of Married at First Sight. Have not seen it. And oh, I, I did start watching 90 Day Fiance. Oh, you should by the way. Really about it. But, I, I literally, well, I'm not, wa- no, no, I was, I was over at someone's place and they were watching it. I watched a little bit of it. And then I was like, oh, I wish I knew what was going on. And then I tried to stuff that down as far down as possible. Well, but the thing <laughs> is, they make it. you so sad. Like, that's what Julie was like, you need to watch it. So I tried to watch it and I was like, I can't watch it. Like, this is not joyful. These people are making me sad. Like, I'm like, do you really think, this yeah, is you know, I totally agree. I totally agree with you. I was starting, I watched the first season and there was that one woman who had the red hair who like was so not, she was just like so angry and not into the guy. She was Eastern European. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I remember the first season is, of 90 no, Day Fiance. She like I, wouldn't sleep with him for it. the longest time and she wouldn't eat anything. I, I haven't even seen the show, Jamie, when I tell you that I can't watch it. Like she, but this I, is the first season. Of no, the no, show. I didn't even watch the first season. I, it is, you know, oh, it's something. I thought, I, okay, so you would talk about the show, but you've never seen it before. I didn't exactly. realize that. It's like okay, one of those things I, I like, thought you had seen it. Okay. No, no, you can, like, I get the premise of it. My mom mm-hmm. watches it and so does Julie. Okay. 
And so, okay. like, I understand that there are things, like, I know about a, a Well, one episode was enough for me, or, like, I think I saw two or three. I don't it's even like know. certain things I just can't watch. I can't watch mm-hmm. a show where there's, like, a My Thousand Pound person. Like, I can't do that. Oh, gosh, like, there's just some no. stuff I just can't. That sounds just, exploitive, doesn't it? I mean, that's what you're, I think just, you're talking about. May, yeah, I'm just like, I can't watch this. It's show. like it's celebrity rehab. Sad. That's like, that's not fucking rehab for people, and that's really exploitive of yeah, their I situation. Some stuff is just like, I want it to be fun. I want it to be like, I can't watch I don't want to watch you do horrible shit to yourself like it's gonna make me anxious it's making me feel bad for you I don't want to feel bad for people on reality tv so don't make me watch this oh but you know what I have been keeping up with because this is like my my uh my goal my life goal is that I do actually still the only reality show I have been able to keep up with there's two of them I have been able to keep up with watching Below Deck because I really want to go on a very expensive cruise. And I've also been able to keep up with the challenge because I love watching people do physical challenges. Like I want to get, not like even like, I don't want to lose weight. I want to get into shape so that I can do like one of those challenges. Like you're like running and swimming and whatever. It just seems like it would be so fun. Like I watch those because I'm just like, oh, that's like aspirational. Otherwise I haven't been able to watch anything else. Okay. But I have been watching in terms of shows that I have started and not finished. Um, mm-hmm. I am currently watching Yellow Jackets. I'm trying to keep on track. I am mm-hmm. also, well, I'm not on track. I'm behind. Um, and I'm also <laughs> watching um, Dexter. Again, not up to date, but still watching. Mm-hmm. I am watching for the first time Sopranos. I'm watching that with Mike. Um, I'm on, I just finished season two. Have never wow. seen the show before. So I'm watching that. Mm-hmm. Um and what else am I watching? So Yellow Jacket, Soprano. Oh, oh. And I, the, I spent a lot of time, which probably is the reason I'm so behind on all my shows, watching Secession. I think you mentioned this to me and you were like, you would like it. And so I started it with Mike and we finished the whole thing. Isn't it amazing? Oh my gosh, it's I'm so, so excited. Good. Oh my gosh. Yes. So like I've, I watched all so that. So wait, you watched season three, the end of season three? Yeah. Oh, I'm like completely God, up so to date. And I completed people. I made people at my work start watching it too. I'm like, my my work, my Zoom background is uh, way, what is it? Way, way does it way star Royco? That's like my background of work as if I work there at a desk. I am truly invested, but also wow. like horrified, horrified. Don't That's... like, I, I don't like anyone on the show. Mm-hmm. no no there's no one I was just thinking about that like who do you who who would I like on that show no like one. who's the 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 most redeeming and like yeah mm-hmm. I love I mean, maybe Kendall. the relationship between Greg and Tom I, I find so hilarious like did you think that they were going to become lovers at a certain point Greg and Tom <laughs> I kind of thought maybe. they were going to be lovers and I would have been maybe happy for them still? because I, I I hope so. I love when he goes into his office and he's like, can you get off your desk? And he like, just, just breaks. Yeah. That's office life, man. Like that's how I feel at work all the time. Like I you just, I don't want to abuse people, but I do want to break things. Um, Yes. Love that show. Don't like Shiv. Don't like um, who obviously don't like Logan. So Kendall makes me sad this whole season. Oh, got, Kendall like, is so sad. I was convinced Do you think every he, episode he, I was like, is he going to die? Is he going to kill himself? Maybe he did. Maybe he did. But I, I was really surprised. Were you surprised at the end of season two? Like, I was like, oh, okay. He's like, cause you just feel sad for him most of season two. And then it's like, 
he kind of rallies at the end mm-hmm. and then season three you're like oh no it this just goes is bad. down like yeah i really was surprised when he didn't convince the siblings but of course the show wouldn't continue but i mean in reality you would think they would be I guess it to the shows game, the, right? yeah. Like I guess it kind of shows the trauma the father put them all under that they're right. so under his thumb. Like, and it's amazing he keeps winning. He's so yes. behind the times. Like he's so not with it at all. Like he Nothing shouldn't will, be. Yeah, like, but somehow he is. Running. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's yeah, the that's thing. so good. So yeah, I watched that, that. It's and I think that might be the extent of what I'm watching. Okay. I don't think I've watched anything else. I've watched a lot of documentaries, like crime documentaries. There's a new one oh, yeah. on Netflix called like Crime Scene, which is about this psychopath who was like killing sex workers in New York in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I saved that. It's good. Really okay. liked it. It's also like a history lesson of like what, um, what's the big street in New York? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Times Square. Like what mm-hmm. Times Square used to be like back in the day. Um, so that was good. Love that. I also watched this documentary about the Hillside Strangler. And apparently, he, like he tried to like there's two of them, but like one of them tried to convince people that he had multiple personalities, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. And I also saw a horrible documentary on Ted Bundy that starred the guy that was from uh, One Tree Hill. It was truly terrible. But I watched oh, it. Michael Ch- Chad Michael. Murray? Yeah, yes, it was truly terrible. But I did watch it. Okay. Interesting. It was on Hulu, if anybody wants to check it out. <laughs> I mean, if it was truly terrible, I don't know that I'm interested in learning more. It, it but... was something that, like, it was and terrible because I, see, I don't even I, think it was I true. saw a good documentary on Netflix, and I'm like, uh, I don't need to see, like, a dramatization of it, typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird. I don't even think it was truthful. I think they just made shit up. So, anyway, mm. what have you been watching? <laughs> okay, so I just finished the last season of Search Party, which was fucking amazing. Really making fun of millennials and totally related to the pandemic because uh I won't even say what happens but it it relates like and just how people like it just yeah shows like the lack of launch the lack of like a person launching as an adult as a millennial which was really mm-hmm. fascinating because I think that's happened to some people. yes so true um so that was a really good show. Um, I watched Landscapers, which I told you about to yep, watch. Yeah, it's on my list. Um, okay. Um, and I really love that. Like, um, Olivia Coleman's in it. She's amazing. I want to watch The Lost Daughter, which is a movie she did, which yes, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal actually directed, I read. So I want to totally watch interested. that. Based on a um, book. Aaron wants to watch it, too. So I'm going to oh, watch it. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't even know there was a book. But, um, and I just watched Death to 2021. Oh, didn't um, see that yeah like they did a death to 2020 so it was mm-hmm. really interesting 2020 it was a little traumatic honestly I was like oh. oh all this bad stuff and then like stuff I didn't even know like I didn't know there was a fire in an ocean or something oh wait, um, did I know about the fire in the ocean I think it was ocean it was like fire in a body of water I was like yeah oh, like there's all the oil on top and then it felt like it got caught on fire is that what it was I don't know. It just sounded really, it was like, you know, climate stuff makes me the most anxious. So yes. yes. I don't know why I know about that, but I think I've heard of it. Don't know why, but I, yeah, it must yeah. Have come so, up at some point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think, so what else have I seen? Um, Euphoria actually is a new season. So I'm excited to check that out. Um, I've not seen season one. So I probably yeah, need to I watch mean, that it's too. Very, like, I don't know. I'm kind of just going to watch it because I'm going to watch it, but I'm kind of like, I don't know that I should be watching this because it's very, 
it's over the top and it's really kind of like I don't know I, I'm kind of over emotional porn shows like mm-hmm. this is us I think is a really good example it's like let's just make you upset to make you upset like there's no I, real point I literally have never even seen that yeah don't I in my opinion like I got into it and then I was like, I don't this like is stuff where it makes me cry like I can't handle the. that's probably why I don't want to watch depends. Like, queer eye, like I watched queer eye so quickly like the new season and I loved it and I cried it's like inspirational um, though it's like uplifting yeah like, the, like, yes. like, like, oh by so the way sad, I figured I out so the happy. formula for that show you have to be an Enneagram too, because their whole show is heroes and it's based on like people who never do self-care and they're doing self-care for the first time on the show could so, you be a nine? I feel like that's possible. Sometimes mm-hmm. nines could be that way. The two is this year. Like if you see it, you'll okay. see like one person maybe has they'll a shelter, get another person with homeless people. Time. Like they're just all it's all twos, it feels like. Um maybe they could do eights next time to oh spice God. it up. I yeah, I mean I don't think they're going to, but like yeah. And I loved it because it was in Austin. I was just in Austin last year, so I was like, Oh, I know that place or I don't know that place and I want to go there. Um and um, the person that I'm dating, we're doing a swap right now where I'm, I'm, I'm watching Rick and Morty for Arrested Development, and he's watching Arrested Development. I don't really think it's a fair exchange, um, and I don't think he does either. <laughs> I literally have seen neither one of these shows. Yeah. So, but I do um, know what they both are, actually. I, mm-hmm. I, funny enough, I've never seen them, but I do, like, I do know them. Like Rick and Morty, Mike and Mike watch that show. It's like okay. a kind of a gross yes, cartoon, I totally right? Can see that. Huh? It's like a kind of a gross cartoon. Yes. Um, okay. Not like in a South Park way though, because I love no, South no, Park. No, no. And actually I just I, I did watch the pandemic special, which was excellent as always. The show is so good. Like But like the I scientist think... guy who travels. Yes. Tra- what is, okay, okay, yes. okay. It's very alien, like space related. Okay. And I will, there are great things about the show and there are things that I don't like. And I think, you know, he feels the same way where there are things he likes about Arrested. I think it's like, and we're both like intellectual, pragmatic. uh, That's a part of our personality. And so we're both like, this is why I like this show. And this is why I don't like the show. So we have particular reasons in terms of like our sense of humor and what are like, what we like and what we don't like. Um, so I think that's, we, we know why we like each show and why we don't like each show, but, um, so yeah, so it's been, it, it's been an interesting show. Um, I kind of love to make fun of it, uh, oh, okay. See? as I watch it in a way. Um, but you know, it's like, it's, it's, I figured out kind of why it's, some of it is based on like South Park's interpretation of family guy, which I think is really accurate. Cause I hate family guy, like absolutely hate family guy. But I don't think it's the same, but there are some things that are similar, which is why I think I struggle. But it's overall, it's been an interesting show. You're like, overall, um, it has been an experience. I won't say how, been, but yes, it's been, I've it's been, been experiencing things. Right, exactly. Um, oh, also, oh my God, Pen15. Oh my God. I still have um, to watch that too. I know. Yeah. All the, like, I'm so behind. I am watching Sex in the City. I forgot to mention that. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm watching that. I mean, but I'm not up to date on that it. That has bad. its place and it's interesting, but it also feels like it's an era past, but I do really appreciate some of the things that they bring to the table, especially around aging. Like it's really nice mm-hmm. to, as an almost 40 year old, be watching a show about women who are fifties in their fifties. Like, it's yeah, like, and still oh. doing like, you know, exactly. Do- like I like, okay. So these are the challenges I have to look forward to. And also I'm younger than you. So that feels, <laughs> it feels good. 
um, which maybe is not the right way to look at it. I don't know, but um, but yeah, well, I think it's like nice to show that you're not because like people are like, oh my god, they're like supposed to be older than the women on Golden Girls, and it's so different. I'm like, I think that the Golden Girls girls are different from from the Sex in the City girl. I don't think they Wait, were ever. They're older be the- than the the women. I think some of the characters are older than some of the characters at the start of Golden Girls. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, everybody's so different right now. I, like, Miranda has just discovered her sexuality. I just think people are just living different lives. No, it's true. And I think some of the things the show's trying to, like, I think the show's trying hard in some ways, and in other ways, it's hitting the mark. So mm-hmm. I think it's a toss-up. Um, well, I love, like, Charlotte's relationship with Rock. Like, I'm really, like, because I feel like mm-hmm. it's so... Mm -hmm. like I I don't have a child but I'm like I could totally understand like how you would be like I think she's actually handling it well people don't shoot me but I'm like it's confusing like I think well I think her husband isn't no 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 no. Harry's not but But he's he's representing a white male in this situation so I appreciate that they're trying to show it in a realistic way I really love the school's approach like the school is just like yeah you guys are struggling and like we're supporting our students so like you figure your shit out yeah, like, love that. Uh, yeah, like I'm just like it's like I we support all that. Kids. Like I feel like <laughs> she like, really yes. is trying so hard, and she like just wants to get it. Which I feel like I'm not a mom, but I just feel like if I were a mom, that's what I would want is to just try to meet them where they were. And I kind of feel like she's doing that. I feel like she's just trying no, I agree. to get it. I agree. Uh, Although obviously her daughter, I think is struggling because Charlotte, I think is struggling in general on the show with things changing and like mm-hmm. wanting oh, certainty like, and control. That's her big thing. Right. Yes, so that's like her she had a vision for, for her girls, her <laughs> mm-hmm. children, her girls, and rock is not living up to that. So she's having to navigate that, which is, I think, great to show like that happens to all parents in different ways. Totally. And what, and what happens like, when our children don't live up to what we envision for them? Right. I mean, I think that in a way it would be like if you're this strong, independent woman and you end up having a daughter and then she like it turns out to be like, I'm going to get married when I'm, you know, 20 and I'm going to have kids and be a st- like a stay at home mom. That would be kind of tough. Like, mm-hmm. could you be like, wait, you don't want to have a career, especially like for me, I'd be like, wait, you don't have a career? Like, you don't want to like do like I mean I, I think any time that you like you think you raise them to be this way and then they're not it's hard but I feel like the most you could try to the, the least you could try to do is to accept them which I feel like I'm getting from her is like she's mm-hmm. she's trying which I think some parents just don't try they're just like nope you're yes. not rock you're not rock you're rose I'm gonna you know oh I'm yeah gonna, for sure like I'm like okay well like you know I I feel like that's real like but then there's always like um there's going to be people who do it better. Like I know um, Megan, which might be another person interesting to bring on again. She was on the podcast before she's a daughter who's trans and she is actually, it's her stepdaughter and she's very progressive. Like with her daughter, she's like, try like the daughter's 12 and she's trying mm-hmm. to like get her name changed and she's trying to like get her into programming and if they're like, but her husband, who's the child's like, act, like bio dad, like their, their biological dad is like, struggling like he he accepts her but he's like well does she need to get a surgery does she need to change her name I think that like it's so interesting that like the one parent is just like 100% like driving the change and then the other one who's their bio parent is not um but I think that's just like a real depiction of life Mm -hmm. but it it could be harmful to some Mm -hmm. to some extent yeah yeah 
Um, so yeah, I'll stop and then I'll stop with this because I know we're getting on an hour or so and then we will keep updating yeah. as we continue with the show, I'm sure. Um, so um, yeah, Pen15. Oh my gosh. One of the one of the best shows of my life. I don't know if it's one of the, my favorite shows of my life. It's just um, the best. Because it portrays my childhood oh. and my childhood. So you're basically like, I don't need to relive this trauma, but thank you. Huh? You're like, I don't need to relive this trauma, but thank you. Well, but it's also really validating, but it's also like triggering and and, Mm -hmm. and difficult to watch. Um, But yeah, it just portrays. And I think for you too, because I think it's, they're actually a bit younger than me, but they still show what it's like to grow up like in the nineties and the two thousands, because they're um, two women, adult women who um, are pretend to be seventh graders and then the entire rest of the cast who are actually the are actually the really seventh graders yeah other than like I think parents and there might be a few other people like the adults the people that are portrayed as adults and etc but it yeah it just shows all of the awkward painful experiences that you go through Um, And it has really funny moments and redeeming moments. And the last episode is just the perfect culmination of what the show is. And the truest, most realistic example of sexual coercion I've ever seen. Um, In that that it's subtle. Mm -hmm. In that it's like, I don't think this boy thinks he did anything wrong. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I haven't seen this, but that just totally lines up. Yeah, and, and, and like also, like, I don't think this boy did anything wrong, and this girl is like totally devastated. This has changed her life forever. I mean, it's just like, oh my, I, I don't know, it's such an impact on me. Um, and it's really sad the show is over. From what I've read, it was the last episode. They really wanted to do another season, but they like both have kids now themselves and they're ready for new projects. And sure. I think COVID was really hard, especially given like they're working with a lot of kids, but um, it just was wow. I don't even know what to say. And it's like, I don't even want to make my partner watch it because first of all, one of the things he doesn't like is what he calls cringe. Mm. He doesn't like shows mm. that make him cringe. Um, even though Rick and Morty is totally cringe, but he's like, but it's totally like exaggerated and it's <laughs> animated. And I'm like, okay, whatever, but fine. Like as long as you feel that way. Yeah. And show. the show is all based on cringe and I just don't want to make it. And also it's just, it's a really hard show to take in. Um, but I think it just, uh, I think also as a woman, they did such a good job of tackling issues that girls specifically go through that also people of color go through mm. Um, that people who are unpopular growing up go through. I mean, just, I I don't know, all these big subjects and doing it also in this really funny way, which is just amazing. So yeah, what a show, what a show. I'm definitely going to try to catch up on it now that it's over. It's hard for me to watch stuff when it's on. I've realized that because then I feel like it's -hmm. happening too much unless it's a session, in which case I can totally watch it apparently. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I, and I also at the very last minute caught up with uh, Game of Thrones. That was like, you know, when it was still on. So like some ah. things I can do, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard. Yeah. Um, anyway, thanks so much for sharing and thanks yeah. so much for other, our, our listeners out there. We yes, will be all 12 of you. All 12 of you are really so valued and appreciated. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll get so- some more. Maybe we'll get to 15. Should Maybe. that be a goal? Yeah. The 2022 <laughs> goal is 15 listeners. Um, so tell your friends. 
<laughs> we used to have more listeners. Uh, to be fair, we did, but then we didn't record for. I think we haven't recorded anything in like four months, four, which is okay so for November, December, January. Yeah. So, yeah. well, oh, people, people, and I didn't even um, talk about another update, which is like all the stuff that I did in the summer. Like, oh, oh my, let's hear about your yeah. summer. Of no, 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 no. I think I should save it for another time. Okay, perfect. Yeah, another well, episode. I love it. Okay, well, it was great talking to you, and we will be back in two weeks, everyone. Talk to you soon. Yeah, bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.